This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the brilliant voice of Tom Fitzmorris here to start with you another edition of The Food Show. It's uh, what we do every day. And the reason we do it is that we all have to eat because if you don't eat, you die. Uh, that's kind of macabre, uh, and we don't have to talk about it again and Probably if you've already made that decision. But uh, the second part of the pro- uh, process is, or the process, is uh, to come on over and just, in your mind, talk to us about uh, places you've been to lately that you have enjoyed, restaurants you've been to a long time ago. Uh, you know, just all of these things, we cover the entire scene. And if there's something that y- you might say to yourself, oh, I don't know, this guy probably wouldn't want to talk about uh, what's on my mind, uh, but trust me, we really do want to hear from you about anything. It costs nothing. Uh, you can uh, give us any opinion you want. You can ask for anything that you might wonder. Uh, the mystery of it might be floating around in the Internet or who knows where. We are ready to, to talk to you about all of that. Every day, 260-6368, 260-6368. And um, Marianne is soon to be put into place in the, or, <laughs> or to be put. I was about to say about, about a minute ago, people were, start saying, were starting yeah. to wonder, oh, gosh, when is she going to get there? We need to be rescued from this intro. Ah, well, yeah, I didn't do an intro today. That wasn't an intro? No, no. I usually write them down and then make them up and come up well, with some grace, still an you know, intro. weirdo. Hi, everyone. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Ms. Mary. How are you? 260-6368. You can help me out Yeah. by calling, and then we won't have to listen to Tom do that. Hey, Tom. We had a good lunch today. Your, can you put up your – well, I have the almanac. You, so I yeah. do, yeah. Today, Tom, yeah. I'm sorry. I have to tell you right off the bat. Oh. There will be some time spent talking about nachos, one of your favorite <sighs> subjects. What nachos. Do you like? If you had to choose. <laughs> yeah, to wait. Choose, uh, I'm, I'm nachos gonna, or cheese fries? Listen, you wise be? guy. Here's, here's something I'm going to throw at you. Okay, what's that? Why are they called nachos? Because the person for whom they are named it yeah. was his nickname yeah what was it and i name? would pronounce his name and i i have to use my cheat sheet to do that because i can't possibly uh think of his name just all by itself okay i don't have that kind of automatic no. recall that you have for stuff like that you do would his you like name, to hear it his, yes and uh, let's name? let's let's throw this out to the crowd i'll bet you some uh, quite a few well, people know the answer well, to you this. know what's interesting about this is that it's pan-american nacho day i don't even know what that means oh well that i mean obviously it incorporates like you know ecuadorian and um and honduran and all those central american country mm-hmm Nachos, but I don't even know if they do nachos. They do like arepa. 
I think they probably do. What, nachos are? Yeah. 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 Well, I'm sure they do. Because, I mean, who doesn't love nachos? Well, Tom. Tom, do you love nachos? <laughs> sure I do. I mean, Tom, nachos or cheese fries? Nachos, nachos or cheese fries? Is that what you nacho said? Nacho cheese fries. Nacho <laughs> cheese fries. No, if you had to pick nachos or, or cheese fries, okay, uh, if, you, nachos. if you were going to be tortured in one way or the other, which torture would you pick? Uh, could I have, uh, uh, in a little addition to the nachos, uh, can I have a dip of... Spin uh, dip? No. <laughs> Um, I love it, Tom. Yes. My favorite Mexican sauce. Uh, oh, please. That's, I'm sure you know that's, it. That's so antithetical to everything that a nacho is. Your mole poblano. Mole poblano. Actually, it, that's my torture. It makes, Tom a, it makes a really good mo- dip because it's very poblano thick. Mole poblano everywhere we go. If, if it's a Mexican food or a Mexican food place or a Latin American place, there's going to be the words mole Poblano. There you are, with good reason, Put looking for there. excellence. And the answer is ready for you at every turn. Mm. It is. So eh, turn around, really and there you are. That. You got it. We don't really have that. Anyway. All right, we're we're looking for anybody out there who might uh, know the reason why nachos are called nachos. Let's see. I just out well, of I mean, curiosity. I'll right here, but I'll wait. I'll yeah. wait. Okay. Uh, I also want to make a, a correction about a couple of things that were said yesterday. Right. Okay. Um, someone was talking about Gendusa. I think it was Mike mm-hmm. was talking about Gendusas, yeah. and I said that he's still around. Leidenheimer does Gendusa, right, yeah. Tom? That's what you were trying to say if I yeah. let you get a word in edgewise? Yeah. Uh, that uh, There were, were two uh, major bread producers under that name, but they had different first names. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's what confused everything. It's the same thing, uh, Angela and Juso. Jen Dusa. And then you had the the uh, original variety of it. And uh, there's not a lot of difference among them, although you get people who are uh, just uh, uh, real uh, fans of one or the other. I find they're mostly pretty good. As, as long as they're locally produced. I got a 7 o'clock in the morning text. You did? Yes, from someone who knew the answer to Gendusa. <clears throat> uh, and the poor boy at Parkway that, um, is, that served on Gendusa, <clears throat> which is a rare thing. They only use a little bit of Gendusa on Sundays. And for certain kinds of poor boys. Mm-hmm. But um, if you are looking to have a Gendusa poor boy, that is where you can find it on Sunday. They, they are a little tough to find, on but I think Sunday. Dornax has them just about poor all the time. Poor boys or French bread of Gendusa French bread? Uh, French bread. Oh, and really? I think maybe even... Like in a, in a bag as just Gendusa French yeah, bread? Yeah, in that plastic, really? in that huh. paper bag, that long paper bag really? for, for poor boys. Okay. Huh. Well, you, you know that... I thought uh, their loaves were kind of smaller. Gendusa's family, going back to the beginning, very beginning of uh, the 20s, in mm-hmm. the 20s, uh, they were uh, uh, the originators of the poor boy as we know it, the... Uh, the Whole thing that oh, the, the long, Martin poor boy, the Martin poor boy, the thing. Martins, yeah, that's so they the go family. back to Martin. That was the yeah. Gendusa bread that the Martins poor boy was on. That's right. Okay, <sighs> okay. Well, we don't want to start talking about poor boys again. No, indeed. 
Uh, uh, because we- there's tons of stuff to talk about today, and uh, starting with nachos, which is, you know. Tom, I, I, I saw something in your almanac, which I thought yeah. was so very typical of you. <laughs> and what a so jerk you can be. Is that, is that what's in the and rest I of it? I just wanted to refute it right off the bat. Okay. And it was yep. your, one of your deft dining rules. Tom has so many rules about something simple mm-hmm. like eating. Yeah, the yeah. maximum number of ingredients that can top an order of nachos before they become limp and gross is three. <laughs> I've got that. I, I think they figured that out right down to the. Now, what do you know about nachos, really? Uh, I know a lot about them. I just, uh, you know, I Nothing I love them. Is, oh yeah. But how did? How right. did they get that name? That's uh, okay. Has so anybody called, called in? Two six zero six three six eight. And give Tom the answer to that so we can move on from that question, because there's so much else to be talked about with nachos. Well, I'm in no hurry. That's all I have to say. I'll tell you the first time I saw nachos, and this really does reflect what a a sheltered existence I lived. But I know that I've told the story a million times about my Beverly Hills boyfriend. and Beverly um, what? My Beverly Hills boyfriend. Beverly Hills boyfriend? My boyfriend from Beverly Hills, yes. Well, what does that say to me? I don't know what. It, it, I don't think <laughs> Neither trying, do I. I don't think I'm trying to say anything to you. But anyway, um, he uh, had the, they had a French chef, okay? Yeah. And sometimes the French chef would be off, and so they had a party. And this was the corned beef story where I said corned beef comes in a can. It was these very same people. So mm-hmm. I'm sure they weren't surprised at my glee and fascination when the mother who never cooked had a party that fell on her and what she did was she took doritos out of the bag Hmm. and threw some ground meat on it with some cheese and some uh peppers and onions and made nachos and i was absolutely enthralled that you could open a bag of Doritos and put them in the oven and come out with this thing called nachos. I'm not joking about this, folks. This is how No, of course not. We all recognize it. And I was it. already in my 20s when I discovered that. So um, now Mary Lee and I make what I think is some of the best nachos out there by taking Doritos that hurt the, the kind that she used were the nacho cheese Doritos, but the kind that we use are the simple tortilla chips mm-hmm. that are not covered with anything but just salt. And we will cover these with no cheese, no sauce, no nothing. Well, you don't start with the chips that already have a seasoning on them. You start oh. with just the plain tortilla chip that's salted that you would use for another one of your favorites, spin dip. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the the chips that go into the oven are then covered with chopped brisket, if it's the Mary's, chopped brisket. Mm-hmm. And then we cover that with uh, pepper jack cheese. We throw a can of black beans on that. Do you and, literally throw it all the time, or is that just a no, usage? We, we sprinkle a can of black beans that have been rinsed. And then mm-hmm. that goes on top of that. And then that goes into the oven. Actually, the black beans would go with the meat before the cheese because then the cheese 
covers everything. And then while that's baking and the cheese is getting melted, we chop up avocado, jalapeno, tomato, purple onion, and cilantro. Mm-hmm. That sounds and good. And when Classic. that comes out of the oven, yeah. we sprinkle all of the cold vegetables on top and voila. Oh, green onion too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think those are really terrific nachos. It's really, really disturbing how much of those Mary Lee and I can put away at one sitting. Uh, but it's hard to find good nachos. And I have to say, Tom, that you are correct. When, I am? Yes. When that pureed bean dip gets on nachos and sits for a while, it does get yucky. <laughs> it does. Or the, or a cheese sauce, like a queso that you would get in a restaurant. If you put the queso and the pureed beans on top of the chips and they sit there, it gets yucky. Yeah. You're totally right by that. Well, at least you're like, protected. That's what I like about the nachos that we do because mm-hmm. they are they're crispy and they remain crispy because there's no sopping sauce like a queso or any kind of, you know, pureed beans the beans are just the black beans mm-hmm. anyway yeah. nachos nachos love them you love them one of the favorite foods i had a great bunch of nachos a couple of weeks ago maybe two weeks ago at barracuda barracuda and they had, and they had pomegranate seeds on it and pickled vegetables and i can't say that that wouldn't that would be my go-to but uh it was it was good it was really good. I mean, it was, it's it's kind of about the chip. If if the chip mm-hmm. is good when you start, then you're you're kind of well on your way to good nachos. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. Tom is looking for the name of the person for whom nachos are named. It is. A I didn't nickname. even say that. I but uh, we can go on. Well, with that it. was his nickname. His nickname, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and anybody uh, know? I do. It's really a clever. I do, but uh, clever I'm cheating. Thing. It's right in front of me. Oh, well, you know, we, we just assume that. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break, and we will be back to talk more about nachos and various Wait, other things we be, had. Go ahead, what? Before we go away, I'm just looking at something on my computer here. Yeah. And it says all of these things, donuts or donuts with the alternate spelling. Uh-huh. Mackenzie's yodeling and a nod to uh, Dr. John. Uh, yesterday, we brought all of those things up, but I'm very surprised to see them up again. Well, they're, they're the newsletter for today. Oh, is that it? Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. that, then that makes perfect sense. <laughs> it's just a quick uh, wrap-up of what was in the newsletter. More of the Food Show resumes in just a moment. Have their first, if you will, this. It's the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. Yesterday, Marianne and I were running around from point A to point B. And uh, on the radio, or whatever that is that carries certain kinds of volume, uh, there was... Uh, some attention being made to, oh, the heck with it. I'll tell you later. 260 <laughs> right, begins, well, actually, it's not. It began, uh, this is uh, About National 7 o'clock this Peanut morning is when it began. Peanut Butter's Month, mm-hmm. Peanut Butter Lover's Month. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that we're six days into it. So if you haven't been eating peanut butter every day, get to it. It's National Peanut Butter Lover's Month. Are you a Imagine. peanut butter lover? And if you are, peanut butter. What kind of peanut butter Good do you question. love? 
Uh, are you a crunch? According to Skippy, I've never been a Skippy person. I've always no. been a Jif person. Yeah. And uh, I like the crunchy peanut butter versus the smooth peanut butter. So are you a smooth peanut butter person or a crunchy peanut butter person? If, in fact, you are a peanut butter lover at all. I'm not. On the other hand, one of my favorite uh, food uh, quotes, from, quotes Dick Brennan. from Dick Brennan. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad that you were there. You know, I thought I can be here to help you with all your stories, the, Tom. I've heard them so much. Go the, ahead. <laughs> I I knew that you would do that, and it saved me a lot of work. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that's it. Anyway, Dick Brennan, uh, the late Dick Brennan Sr., Dickie Brennan's dad, uh, but he passed away some years ago. One of my best friends in the business ever. Anyway, he. Uh, I don't know how we got started on this conversation. This was at one of your swanky little gourmet dinners at Commander's Palace, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, it could be. Where you and Marcel Bienvenue and Dick Brennan used to ah. sit and drink the that's wines. Tom, that's Tom Lore that you're giving, giving forth and there. And eat the fabulous food from a succession of chefs beginning with Emeril, I believe, huh? Uh, well, the, the, the Brennans had been... Working real hard for a long number of years. No, no, I think, though, but when you started your little dinner series, yeah. it was almost about the time that I came into your world, and that yeah. would have been, Emerald Late would 70s. have been in the kitchen then. Emerald, Emerald would have, I think Emerald would have been in the kitchen. No, no, uh, oh, yeah, he was there. Yeah, so yeah, Emerald he was, was new, and yeah. your dinner series started, and so at your fancy dinners that you talked about things like peanut butter and jelly and now that's your intro go ahead yeah anyway uh he said you know why people why kids love uh peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and everybody said no not exactly and he said it's because it's good Period. actually i don't agree with that you i don't like think peanut it's butter yeah. without jelly because jelly's too sweet and uh, but, you know, I don't really ever eat peanut butter sandwiches, although when I do eat them, I like them. Uh, I eat peanut butter. Actually, I don't eat much peanut butter. But when I do eat peanut butter, it's usually by itself. Mm-hmm. Anyway, are you a, a crunchy or smooth peanut butter person? If I were and eating it at all. And what is your peanut butter smooth. brand of choice? Well, Tom, you know I knew you were going to say that. You know why I knew why? you were going to say that? Because why? I just said... You just said it, right. Person. <laughs> that'll, that'll help. And we're like flying buttresses. Whatever I like, you don't. And whatever you like, I don't. And flying So that's how I buttresses. knew darn well that you were going to say you were a smooth peanut butter person instead of a crunchy peanut mm. butter person. But it is well, it's National so much Peanut work. Butter Month. Do you do your own peanut butter? Because no. now that I'm obsessed with food... Uh-huh. Um, processing and food manipulation as I am if I did eat peanut butter I would eat peanuts ground up by moi Mm -hmm. and that would be the kind of peanut butter I ate and only that and you can do that now in stores I think you can just put peanuts into a blender at say fresh market and I'm sure Whole Foods yeah they've been doing that peanut butter just done there that's something that has been done for a, a, a long quite, time. Quite a, a long, long time. time. And oh, they I would, wonder how that's affected the Jiffies and the Skippies of the world. Uh, I don't know, but they all seem to stay in business, so I don't think we have to shed any tears for them. Yeah, yeah. they do. Well, we're still uh, looking for anybody who can uh, explain. You don't have to explain it. You can just tell us. Uh, 
what uh the name of the person for whom nachos oh, some, somebody, oh is that what you're asking yeah do, oh we have somebody i don't know who do we have somebody Doug, well let's find out what okay. we're looking for is um the name of the nacho the name of the nacho and yeah. you know where did that the name na- come from the What's nachos this? namesake yeah that's what we're looking yeah. for. Anybody know? Give us a call. You you don't get any prizes or anything, but we're just it's just a conversation point. So uh, and it gives us an excuse to talk to you, and you may as well. What else do you have Did to Doug do? Did Doug say right there now? was a caller? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, moving on then. Yeah. Nachos. Do you like nachos? I also want to know if you eat a lot of nachos. And how did they get that I name? do eat a lot of nachos. Yeah. Okay, that's what we're My asking. favorite nachos anywhere are not here, but they're really, really good. And they're loaded with um, pulled pork. It's not really pulled pork, and it's not even smoked pork. It's just pork that's braised, like a Boston butt braised pork. Is this made from fresh meat or... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. As long as it doesn't come out of a jar. I think you've jar. had them. I think you've had them. They're Probably. at Mercado. You've been to Mercado. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know you've been to Mercado because the, the last time we were at Mercado, you were singing to the girls at the bar. Yes. I was? Uh-huh. Yeah. The Did they like it? In Pasadena. Yes, Tom. Everyone loves it but me, apparently. I've, I've accepted the reality that everyone loves it but me. I don't know why that is, but... It's, it seems to be true. Actually, Mary Lee doesn't love it either. But maybe it's because we, we see it so often. Well, you know how dads are and moms and some bit. More, more dads than most, uh, especially to daughters. Uh, daughters find dads pretty embarrassing, no matter what they said or did. Or, or, and if you would, <laughs> if you would uh, uh, like to counter, say, uh, make that. I'm just going to say this, Tom. Yeah. Some dads are more embarrassing than others. That's true. And leave it at that. Mm-hmm. The old kitchen sage says, this is one of your little things in your almanac, that if you want to make your own tortilla chips, but mm-hmm. you don't feel like frying them, yeah. brush corn tortillas with olive oil on both sides, cut them into quarters, then arrange them on a cookie sheet and bake them in the oven at 375 degrees for five minutes. You know, that actually does work. Because I have tried to do the tortilla chip that's baked thing, and it comes out pretty good, actually. I don't know why you need to fry them. No, me neither. You can very easily broil those or you know, a bunch of different ways. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately for me, I walk away and I leave them, and then they get into just this black toast. But uh, if I watched them a little more carefully, there were some that came out, and they were actually really, really good. Mm. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. Tom, you had something interesting for lunch today, didn't you? I did. We went to uh, New Orleans Food People and Spirits. People can probably say that with us, don't you? Yeah, think? They, we go there so <laughs> often, uh, and it it suits my needs almost on a daily basis. I mean, it's it's crazy, but it's it it really works things well, out. Well, all you really need to suit your needs is oysters. Yeah, well, they've been running them still. Uh, they, they are still out there to be had. But I think they have maybe the best grilled oysters other than Drago's, of yeah, course. Yeah, maybe they, the best grilled I, oysters I, out there. I wouldn't say you were crazy if you ever said that in, front, in my presence. So, yeah, I'm uh, trying to think of, of others that I prefer. To me, and this is just me because, you know, I'm, I'm a ninny. But I a like, ninny? Yeah, ninny. I like my stuff cooked. So if it's a grilled oyster... It should be pretty grilled. 
And um, and I, I like the way they do them there because they're first of all they're very very cheesy, which you don't like, but I do. Oh, and then they're grilled. Yeah. Parmesan to cheese the point is what where she's the referring oyster to. shell has kind of got a ridge of charcoal on it, and and I think they're spectacularly good. For that reason. Yeah. Two six zero six three six eight. Also, you got that unusual pasta dish today, which we do. Yeah. I was. Do you know about this? Have you ever had this? Highly suspicious of. It was the grilled chicken, blackened chicken pasta with a cream sauce. Mm -hmm. Oh. But I was worried no, wait, that wait, there wait. might be oh, some. Hold it, hold it, hold it. How did you know? Alligator stuck in. How do you know we had that? I was I was sitting across from you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I keep doing that all the time, and. <laughs> I was I was watching you eat yeah. it. Yeah. Well, that's. That's, I hope you didn't I don't mind. Know if God. <laughs> well, you know, if I was watching you eat it. Anyway, um, it was it was a creamy pasta, which is spectacularly good there. And I had the, a new these. dish. They told me it was a new dish today. Yeah, but I had there were things that looked like they could be something other than grilled chicken. Like I was worried it might be alligator or some kind of sausage, which I didn't mind. But the alligator, I would mind. And it turned out it was just grilled chicken. And then it was blackened chicken in the pasta, so that was good. But they mm -hmm. have really good meatball and spaghetti too, which I was yeah, looking pretty at good. but didn't get. Yeah. Yeah, I just got the the basic red beans, which are also very good there. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight. We were going to have Timely on today, but uh, they are not able to join us. Um, the Tim of Timely got busy with work, so I don't know if they're. If they're going to be driving tomorrow, but I don't think they're going to be. Uh, I think that they only talk when they're not driving. And if you're wondering who Timely is, last Wednesday we had my niece, whose name is Emily, and her husband, whose name is Tim, and they are, call themselves Timely. How you like they that? They bought yeah. a. Well, I think we a, all we all ought to have a little. Uh, well, this kind of started a few years ago when mm -hmm. the press was naming celebrities you know, combined names. So they oh. they are, have an Instagram account to follow their travels. They bought, believe it or not, they bought an RV, and they are traveling the country in an RV working from home, which is what they do, out of their RV, and seeing the country. And so I asked them to become a regular on the show and to call in and give us a report on where they've been. And the last and first installment on the show was what they saw in the, in New England, and they've been in Pennsylvania all week. And I don't even know they might they might actually have made it to Kentucky, but they will be on tomorrow. I hear they canceled a little bit while ago. All right, all right. Uh, we will be back after we take a break. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Hello, it's the Food Show. It's a nice day. You know, it's uh, not too bright. I think if you go across the causeway or somewhere else where you're between the trees and such, you will have, you know, not so much of a glare in your eyes that you can't see. So uh, you'll, you'll have a nice time going home. Hope, hope you've had a good day already, and we enjoy having you listening to our program right here, right now. 
260-6368 is our telephone Going number. Going back to your almanac, Tom, today yeah. in 1911, Maine made it illegal to sell the alcoholic beverages within like its that. borders. They were the last it, it to stop, It became the too. first dry state. No wonder they call themselves maniacs. No more <laughs> gin and moxie for a while. Do you remember moxie? I sure do. Uh, I had to go and get a moxie when we were there. Moxie it, is it a... It was kind of... Strange. Nothing. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't taste anything like a soda drink, a soda, well, which does, is what they would call it up there. Not a good soda drink. No, it has this almost medicinal yes, flavor to it. Yes, it does. And uh, it does. and I and it's their answer to Do- like Dr. Doc- Nut. Oh, I was if, about to say Tab or something, but you're it, right. It's more like Dr. Nut. Have you yeah. ever had a Dr. Nut? I don't know. No. I don't know. Uh, I had three opportunities to have Dr. Nut at. In, Ever in, in great no, and I did it. You loved it, didn't many you? Times, you drank yeah. it a lot. Yeah. No, I, I definitely don't uh, hate it. What happened to Doctor Nut? Uh, the first time around, uh, one of their competitors bought all of their uh, bottles out oh, of the market, yeah. and so Doctor Nut couldn't didn't have any uh, any. Who glass was that? Because that wasn't very nice. Uh, I, uh, I I've heard some uh, some ideas about who that was, but I don't know enough about it to say. But the um, uh, what uh, kept on happening with this is that they were losing all of their bottles to this uh, competitor of theirs, and they reached a point. And this was in World War II. They couldn't get any more, and they just went broke. And then they came back again in the early 1960s. I know because I was still a kid, but I was hanging around the Time Saver a lot. And uh, they had them. It still had the little, little, uh, uh, little. Uh, what did they have? Thing that runs around in the leaves and the you know little uh, um, okay. squ- uh, squirrels. <laughs> squirrels. I knew I'd get them sooner or later. And the uh, so they were there. And uh, what were this? Okay. So Dr. Nut. Yeah. Came back, I came believe, back. sometime in the 90s, was it? No, that was the second time around that they did. Yeah, but they yeah. but they disappeared again, and then they came back again in the 90s, didn't they? Briefly. The last I saw of them was in the 80s. Oh, okay. And, uh, I, and why, every time I saw them, I grabbed them. Why did go away again? Because I guess, you know, it's probably not very good, oh. Tom. It's probably one of those things like Mole Poblano with only you like. Well, I don't know. Uh, but uh, at the time, uh, they were in... Basically, in Cajun country between Lafayette and Lafayette and uh, Baton Rouge, uh-huh. and they they had a uh, an outfit that was putting it in the bottles and handling all the a bottler, uh-huh. and then uh, a bottler exactly, and uh, then it disappeared for who knows what reason. I have not seen it since, uh, but I suggested to a a, a snowball. Uh, yeah, Bottinola did Dr. Nut for a while. And I, I, I told them they ought to, and I actually gave them a formula for it. How would you get the formula for Dr. Nut? I just made it up. I knew, oh, I remember okay. I remember what it tasted like. I remember exactly what it tasted like because I used to have drink them all the time. And I brought them home, and... Uh, and then I was drinking so them. So she made so she made the formula from your recipe. No, there was a, there was a lady who who had some kind of combination, uh, some kind of uh, not combination, uh, uh, a connection with the uh, the company that was bottling it. Hmm. And I said, you know what, uh, you want maybe make a a doctor nut snowball. Yeah. And they went ahead and did it. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember must say, meeting it's, someone it's over there. Good. 
yeah. who had come from Metairie to try the snowball just because yeah. you suggested she do that. Well, you see, I wow. get something done once in a while. It's impressive, Tom. Yeah. Anyway, Dr. Nutt is one of those things that people say that they love in New Orleans, and then when you start to produce it, there's not enough of them to yeah. actually keep you in business. Well, if you uh, have ever had Dr. Nutt in your life, give us a call and tell us what you think of it. I, I would, uh, if I had nothing else to do. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm doing that too. Everybody uh, lately, last couple of days, quiet. we were having a rehearsal for the end pass a couple mm. of days ago, mm. and everybody was sneezing back Uh-oh. and forth, which uh, adds something really detractive. I need to pop to, my vitamin C. Yeah. Here, you want some? No, I have some. No, I've got plenty. Anyway, also nectar soda is another one of those things. Oh, well, that's, that's now, she like... Was a, uh, she's a human dynamo. She, I don't know. Anyway, uh, she she brought that back. I don't remember her name, though. I remember that was like in the early 90s, too. Mm-hmm. But Moxie, if you've had Moxie. Moxie, give us a call. And what did you think of Moxie? Because I thought that it had Moxie. Good name for it, but it's not something I would seek out again. Yeah, the first time I ever had one was during one of our cruises. That's what I'm saying. We, I went, I went and bought it at some store. I, yeah. I left the cruise ship, and I walked to some store, and I bought it there, and I brought it back, and I brought a bunch of bottles for people to try. Mm-hmm. We had a little moxie party. Uh, it's still out there. Oh, you know what? I, I think, think somebody bought the them out. First Canadian cruise that we did. What? Huh? I think it was the I, first I, Canadian cruise. I think that uh, w- someone uh, bought Moxie out. Yeah. Why? Yeah, some years ago. <laughs> uh, not too many. It I don't was know. not. It, it's. I don't think it's very good. Anybody? Anybody spend time in Maine and know if Moxie is still available up there? Mm-hmm. And if you've had it, we'd like to hear from you what you think of it. You know who, uh, I, I'm pretty sure she still lives down there, Terry Fletrich. Remember Terry Fletrich? She used to do the uh, Nooner. Is she still around? She's still around as far as you I know, know. Angela has a house up there. She goes oh, there and well, spends the summers up there. I would smart believe that. woman. Yeah. Very smart to get out of here for uh-huh. the summer, that's for sure. Also, uh, today in, uh, let's wait, I'm, I'm trying to, Tom, you made this so small now that I, I can barely see it. Anyway. What? So you I'll see to, something? I'll have, to, I'll have to look a little bit harder. Um, what are you looking for? Charlie Brown. That's what I was looking for. Oh. Um, the quote today in the almanac is, nothing takes the taste out of peanut butter quite like unrequited love. <laughs> Isn't that the Why truth? Why is unrequited love so rampant? Because <laughs> it feels so good. What other reason could there possibly be? I think like who was it that was talking about uh, in the ancient Greeks how they used to say that that the gods would Zeus would be standing there with thunderbolts just hurling them at people. That's how I feel sometimes. Mm. Anyway. Well, they didn't have any Moxie <clears throat> or Doctor Nut either. No, I so, think you uh, could have a lot of Moxie and still get some thunderbolts. That's oh, for well, sure. That, well, you know, now that you put Absolutely it that way, that, that makes sense. So, Moxie, I, incidentally. Incidentally, Moxie was bought last year by the Coca-Cola company, and they're still making that stuff. Oh, yeah, I, 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 really? I thought Coca-Cola so, and I'm glad you brought, brought that? it up. Coca-Cola they... is now the sole proprietor of Moxie, which leaves this medicinal aftertaste. It does. It really does. How much did they pay for it, Doug? Uh, they paid uh, 
American too dollars, much. I think, you know. Wait, what? American dollars. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> they have a different... too uh, much for it, whatever it was. Yeah, in Maine. Okay, see, now you know that It did really leave an, uh, a medicinal taste in their mouth this year. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we're really in trouble when Doug is is uh, is helping us out. That's true. Yeah, already um, this early. We were show. talking about Doctor Nut earlier, and there is a an adult Doctor Nut, if you would care to taste it, which is uh, two ounces of Doctor Pepper, and four ounces of amaretto, and it's about the same taste, only <laughs> more joyful. Eee. I loved uh, amaretto. But uh, not a lot of people do. I would say do. that Dr. Nut probably does taste of amaretto. I could I could see that. Dr. Nut tasted like like sort of nothing some, else. Like well, no, nothing no I'll, else. I'll tell you how, if I may uh, describe how it came to be eaten. Mole by me. poblano. This is what it tastes like. <laughs> Mole poblano. That's that's perfect. That would be actually interesting to have. I don't know if I can top Mole that. Mole poblano. And and wash it down with a doctor nut. Only Tom would do that. That is for sure. Or but we could he, have some nachos with uh, peanut butter and honey on the top of them. I think that'd be actually really good. that might not be bad, Doug. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a peanut butter and honey kind of person, but um, but you know what? That that has potential. Nachos with peanut butter and honey, it does. You never I have know. To say. Yeah. yeah. Well, We're anyway, getting, I cannot believe no one has anything to say about nachos or peanut butter. Oh, somebody that's, will check in soon. That's disturbing. Um, but uh, I have one uh, one more reflection on Dr. Nut. Okay. The first time I ever tasted it, at least knowing or thinking that's what it was, was a junior achievement. I was uh, in that program. Is that over... still going on, do you think? It is, but it's totally different from what you re- uh, oh, remember. Oh, I, I have no doubt. But uh, I've uh, been with them ever since. I, I do help them out with fundraisers and all that. Anyway, uh, they had a, a meeting or a, or a celebration just, again, for some, uh, bringing in some cash for the program. And uh, there, there was sandwiches and all kind of stuff. And they had... Uh, Dr. Nutt? No, they had uh, amaretto. That which, was my second guess. Okay. If you take a sip of amaretto, it, it's supposed to taste like almonds. But it doesn't really. It tastes... Like, well, later you would say it tastes like Dr. Nut. Because <laughs> the first time I had a Dr. Nut, or no, an amaretto, I said, gee whiz, this is this tastes exactly like, uh, like Dr. Dr. Nut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, good. We could sure use one. Yvette, welcome to the food show. Thank you. How are you? Thank you. I'm swell. Nice to have uh, you on our phone, too. Well, great. Listen, I grew up in Maine, and Mousy was my dad's favorite. Oh, really? Ah, Not my favorite. (laughs) You you don't like uh, Moxie? No, she said it was a favorite. I I agree with the medicinal discussion. Uh, Mm. It's not truly my favorite thing. Um, But I'll tell you what, the candy bank in Mandeville, they have it. Oh, Oh, do do they? they? Really? Yes, they do. They sure do. When you walk in and there's a like a little cooler off to the side, uh-huh. they, well, when I was in a few months ago, they had it. Talk no about kidding. obscure. Did you oh, ask them what that. they were doing with Moxie there? I did not. I actually, I took a picture of it and sent it to my brother who still lives in New Hampshire and occasionally enjoys it. So I grew up not far from where they actually make it. I believe it was in Lisbon or Lisbon Falls was the town. And, wow. uh 
So yeah. Moxie, so, so oh, Moxie yeah. is spread to New Hampshire and and to Vermont and those it's areas a, there. I believe it's a fairly good New England thing, sort of like whoopie pies. It's a New wow. England thing. You know, wow. like That's marshmallow shocking. fluff. Yeah. Right. Not not it marshmallow looks... cream. Marshmallow fluff. Yeah. What is that? Wait, marshmallow fluff is a New England thing too. Yes. So when you go to the store, you find marshmallow. (laughs) (laughs) Marshmallow fluff is so much better than marshmallow cream. It's not even funny. It's it's just what is the difference? It's really really whipped. Oh, is that right? A lot of whip. Uh huh. And you make fluff and others. You had a peanut butter discussion earlier. Have you ever had a peanut butter sandwich with fluff in it? Mm. It's called the fluff and utter. What? One of life's favorite things in the whole world. This it's called the what? The what's oh, another? another. Some, the fourth another. Fluff another. Fluff another. Okay. F-L-U-F-F-E-R-N-U-T-T-E-R. Fluff another. Now, did you uh, do you prefer chunky or smooth peanut butter? Smooth. I'm a smooth peanut butter girl. So, if you had a fluff another, would you wash it down with a moxie? <laughs> Certainly not. That would be a glass of cold milk. Okay. Mm. Okay. Wow. I'm going to have to go yeah. down there and try and see if I can get a moxie from them. Where is this? It's it's in Mandeville where the At old the Scott's thing. was. At the what? The candy store down in Mandeville where the old Scott's. Yeah. Um, it's right near the trailhead on, what is it, Kale yeah. Street? Yeah. It was a bank. So I think they call uh-huh. it the candy bank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's nothing but old-time candy in it. Uh, lots of, um, well, not tiny candy necessarily, but... If it were, if we still had such a thing, it would be it. Yeah. Um, are you, uh, yeah, are you a regular there? Yeah, a lot of the old-time candies are in there. Uh, my teeth prefer me not to be. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have kids? Is that why you go in there? I have a grandson who loves to go in there. Oh, so, yeah. 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 It's a very cool so building. It's a, it's a wonderful little place. You need to go in there. No, I've been, I've been, I, I, I love the building. I'm crazy about the building. And when mm-hmm. the Scots were there, I used to go and sit outside and have tea with friends. And then it oh. became the bank, and I was a little puzzled by that, but only because I don't, you know, that's something that you would do with a kid, you know, and I don't, I don't right. have kids here. So, um, well, so they I also I, have ice cream, believe it or not. Yeah. What kind of ice cream? It's a good place. All kinds of ice creams. Mm-hmm. Really? And fudge. Well, mm-hmm. Fudge. Sure. Yeah, something I definitely yeah. don't don't eat. But no, I'm going to have to go in there. I have been in there, but I I'm going to go back now that you've said that there's a moxie there. I for no other reason, I'm going to find out what they're doing with a moxie there. I mean, that's I a think peculiar that's a great thing. Question. What? That is a great question. Yeah, I, to which I don't know the answer, but they do have it, and I, I think it probably goes along with the old time feel of it, uh-huh. because moxie is a very old fashioned thing, sort of like yep. birch beer and uh-huh. and sarsaparilla, things that you don't yes. necessarily get or see in right. most places. Yeah, I don't well, know I think if sarsaparilla is probably better. You know, what? Fresh, you know the fresh market in Mandeville. It seems to me I may have seen moxie there, but I don't. I just, I can't you know, for sure. Oh, for heaven's sake. Well, I, you know what it probably is? Because Coca-Cola bought it, they have a better dis- distribution apparatus. That's probably true. so. That and also, true. they they have a whole lot of uh, soft drinks in there. 
Well, I'm going to have to do a little investigation of this. Yvette, how did you wind up down here from Maine? We've just been informed My that Norman is work. here. Right. Let's hear why Yvette is down here. Oh, okay. Back to you, My Yvette. My husband's work. Ah, he was okay. working yeah. with uh, uh, with shipyards and whatnot for a number of years. I see. All I can say to you, Yvette, is I hope that you go back in the summer and spend some time with your brother because I'll bet you it's a lot cooler. It is. It absolutely is. I go every year yeah. for a, as long as I can manage it. Yeah. Okay. So, All yes, right. And if well, you get a chance so much. to go, post something up, then I'll chime in on where it is that you should go to visit. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that, and Deal. thanks for dropping in. Deal. All right. Let's go to Norman. Food show. Norman joins us over here on the Blue Phone. Hey, Uncle Tom. How's it going today, my friend? It, we're we're rolling right along here. Are you a fan of Moxie? Not really. I don't even know about it. I'm not familiar oh, with that one. Well, that takes care well, of that. Actually, who isn't a fan of Moxie? Everyone should have Moxie. Well, what what exactly is it? It it comes what, out what? of a can or a bottle. Probably not a bottle, but out of a can with the, uh, uh-huh. the you know the pop top, and they uh, right. the the look of it. It, the same color, more or less, as Dr. Pepper. Absolutely no likely, likelihood, likeness, excuse me, likeness to uh, Dr. Pepper or anything else. It smells and tastes like what it is, yes. and that is, a lot of people say, it's a little yes. medicinal in its yeah. flavors. Okay, let's let Norman, Norman yeah. okay. jump in here. Okay, I'm going to, my wife and my granddaughters are going to, uh, Chicago's tonight for to get lobsters because they missed it for a birthday, one of their birthdays. And I'm going to go to uh, the uh, Blue Crab and get that that uh, the salad uh-huh. that you 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 told us about. The uh, what I wanted to ask, ask you is that have y'all done any, have y'all tasted any ball crabs in the last week and a half or so? I think the I think ball crabs is making a turnaround right now. They they uh-huh. the, the meat's firming up. And uh, the price is is not cheap by no means, but it is coming down. But the quality of meat is really, really good right now. The last boiled crab that I peeled and ate was actually at Blue Crab. It was seven fifty for one crab. (laughs) Wow! Makes you want to go. Oh. I liked it. I mean, I haven't had, I I never peel crabs or eat them like that. And I did, and I would do it again, even though it was seven fifty. but it was great. And I'm, you know, I'm glad I did it. But they also have really good boiled seafood there, too. Yes. I'm, I, uh, I'm looking forward to that cow salad. The, yeah. um, I, my family knows that I'm the, I'm the one that does all the picking. I mean, I'm, I'm Ball crabs, and uh, that's one way to keep my granddaughters close to me. Is they'll, they'll hang around and wait for wait for the claws and nothing else. That's, that's <laughs> what they do. Speaking of our grandkids, how's uh, how's uh, Master Jackson? They're good. Uh, We're gonna see him soon, yeah. very soon. Very excited about good. that. Yeah, these are children that will never be around peeled, boiled crabs. I can pretty much guarantee that. I hear you. Which is kind I of a pity, you. but anyway, go ahead. What? I, they, I've got a, I got my, my uh, brother-in-law is uh, 
70, 73 years old, and he's got his first uh, grand grandchild getting ready to uh, happen. Oh. And, uh, and and he's he lives in there. He lives with Abita. Anyway, he let me know that. Yeah, this ain't no big deal. And I'll let him know. You have no idea <laughs> how much of a spell a grandchild, a grandperson, grandchild will put on you. You just have no idea. And if you think you do, you don't, you're wrong. Yeah. That is true. I, I was annoyed that my son was making me a grandmother before I was ready to be, but I'm very glad that he did. So it is <laughs> it is what they say. Hmm? It, it, it is everything. Good people. I'm sorry I, I've been, been absent, but uh, now that i got you back on the radio, I'll, I'll give you a call from time to time and keep up with you all. Right, Enjoy great. your Thank cob you. salad, Norman. I there think you, you will. Thank you. Okay. See you later. Thank you. See ya. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Boy, uh, you were worried about uh, bogging down here. We were just racing right along. Yeah. It sounds like. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. We're going to yep. break for the news now. And when we come back, join us again. We're still looking for the answers to the following questions. Mm-hmm. They are, what is the name of the namesake of nachos? Nachos. And do you like your peanut butter crunchy or smooth? And Whether have you ever in your had nose a or moxie? Not. All right, stay tuned. More of the food show after the news from CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.